Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. If you are new, I am your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves while reaching their highest potential. If you're returning, then welcome. I'm so happy to have you back. And today I wanted to cover what is manifestation and how does it really work? All right, so let's go ahead and dive into this. I wanted to cover this specifically because I don't know what everyone's thoughts are. You might be brand new to manifestation. You might have some misconceptions about it. You might not know what it really is or how it even really works. You might be trying to do it, but you don't really understand the process. So I need a little clarity on it, right? So I'm here to bring that clarity to you. So first, let's go ahead and give that definition of what is manifestation in the way that we're talking about it. Manifestation is creating a physical reality through an experience of thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs. So what you believe, what you think, and what you feel then will create your reality. Manifestation can be done in the form of wishing, praying, and all of these things, visualizations. And if you want something that you focus really hard on it, you think really hard on it, and then you're able to have it into your physical reality. A lot of people are very skeptical about how this works. How does that work? Okay, just because you think of it doesn't mean you're going to have it. You have to do certain things in order to have what you want. You have to take action. You have to, you know, make plans and you have to go after it if you want it to happen. It's not going to happen just by you sitting on your couch all day. All right. So that is what a lot of people trust and know. And that is totally okay. Me, on the other hand, I think you can use both. I think sometimes when we are so focused on trying to make it happen, we're trying to fulfill all of these goals and these plans and everything, we can put a little bit of too much work on ourselves unnecessarily. And the concept and process of manifestation is really to know that you can trust a higher power to assist you along the journey. So I believe that you should co-create with God. You should co-create with this process. I believe that it is 50-50. That if you put in a little effort, but you believe and trust that a higher power, a higher source, that God has your back and will help you bring your dreams into fruition. That's what I believe. So I don't believe that you could just sit in this corner and think your way through life and not have any experience and not put in any effort and think that the world is just going to come to you on a silver platter without actually doing anything. Why would I want to do that anyway? That's not really living. I want to live my life. I want to take action. I want to do the things that make me feel alive. So that is why I don't suggest to just sit in a corner and just wait for life. But I do believe that if you trust and believe the divine power and energy that we have, that God works through us with, that we can be able to be open to a new reality, one that you may not have today, but one that you can receive soon.
So that is why I wanted to share this with you because sometimes we don't really understand it. We don't really know about it. Uh, there are manipulation techniques that come into place sometimes where people feel like they can control every little tiny aspect of their life and they kind of miss the boat on why we're living in the first place. They kind of focus on, well, I just want to manifest everything in my life. I can manifest wherever I want and I don't have to work hard and this and this and that. There's a balance that has to be put into place. And so that's why I wanted to bring this to our attention. So what is manifestation? It is creating a physical experience with the power of your mind and spirit. So how does it work? How does this work? All right, you got me, you got my attention. Tell me how it works. So first note is that thoughts create your reality. We must know that before anything else. Your thoughts create your reality. How does that work? Your thoughts then create an emotion. Your emotion then creates a belief. That belief then creates a reaction. And that reaction becomes an action, which then feeds into your habits. And your habits create your life. So the thoughts that you are having, the thoughts that you're telling yourself, the thoughts that you are experiencing, hold a great deal on your perspective, on the way that you see life and your reality. Going back to my episode about the myths on manifestation, where if you have a bad thought, or if you feel bad, that your manifestation won't happen. First, we have to begin to understand our thoughts. So it takes a certain amount of thoughts in order for you to create an emotion. And there's not a certain number that is for everyone because some thoughts carry a stronger response. Some thoughts don't create a strong enough response. So you can have a certain amount of thoughts. And if you stay in that cycle of thoughts where you are telling yourself, I can't do this, 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 I can't do this. Then that goes into your emotions where now you're like, ugh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. Now you're feeling frustrated. Now it feeds into the belief where you're now believing, I can't do this. This is something I am not able to do. You're telling your brain that you can't do it. Then you take the action that you're not actually going to do it. That feeds into your habits. Now, according to my myths about how if you have a few negative thoughts that your manifestation won't actually happen. If that is the case, if you have a few negative thoughts If you don't live there, then it doesn't matter. Also, the quality of your thought has to determine if that thought is going to fuel you or if it's going to limit you. If you feel a negative emotion such as anger that is going to push you further up the vibrational scale of emotions, that brings you closer to manifestation. For instance... Let's say now you feel really upset. You're at this place of work. You really don't like your job. You just got mad at your boss. You're very angry. I don't deserve this. 
I'm upset. I don't need to be here anymore. That is your soul speaking to you that you don't deserve this. Now we've got this thought. We've got the emotion. What are we going to do with it? Now we're going to move to the belief stage. Now the belief says, what are you going to do about it? The belief is going to tell you, well, you believe this about yourself. So you're going to make a difference. Or you believe this about yourself. So you're going to stay right where you are. Based on what your belief is, then will feed into your actions. Therefore, your actions will create your habits. Habits create your reality. That is the first stage in understanding how it all works. So let's go over the next two stages on how it works after this brief message. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And let's finish up the next two reasons and how law of attraction and manifestation really works. So we covered how your thoughts create your reality, which is the cycle of your thought becoming a feeling and emotion, then becoming a belief and then a reaction to an action to a habit. So next up, we want to cover vibrational attraction. So it is important to note that everything has a vibration. Everything has a wavelength to it. So you are a vibrational being. Our soul, our energy is all vibrational. Your throat, if you put your hand on your throat while you're talking, you will feel a vibration. When you're speaking to someone and you listen to their voice, you might feel a vibration of peace or happiness, or you might feel a vibration of anxiety or depression. All of this is vibrational energy. These are the things that are not specifically said or seen or done, but felt on a vibrational level. Everything that has a vibration also has what attracts it to that vibration. So for instance, if you are on a vibrational level that is very low, which I will cover the emotional vibrational frequency, you will attract all of the things that are in alignment with that frequency. So let's go over it. The lowest emotional frequency level is shame. And that is at a 20 hertz frequency. From shame, we move to guilt. From guilt, we move to apathy. From apathy, we move to grief. From grief, we move to fear. From fear, you move to desire. From desire, you move to anger. These are really the first sets of the lower vibrational energy. Of course, these are going up each level. So, Each one has a certain hurts to it. And events, experiences, and situations that are in alignment with that hurts will become very attractive to that frequency. 
it's kind of like if you're on a radio station and you want to listen to country music, but you're on a rap radio station, you have to change that frequency in order to be able to get to the country music or vice versa. So these are the first levels. Now it's good to note that anger is above sadness, is above shame. Because now we're moving to that area of the vibrational scale that has a shift in our energy. From this point, we move up to courage and being neutral. And from there, all of the vibrations above that are dealing with happiness, joy, peace, enlightenment, and so on. So this is why I explain it as a myth that feeling negative will keep you from manifesting what it is that you want because when you move up the scale of a lower vibration and you get to that level of anger you can then shift into a higher vibration you can now shift into attracting things that you want into your life don't stay there but don't think that just because you might feel angry about something that that is going to bring down the manifestation when in actuality, you're actually raising your vibration by feeling that anger. Of course, if you're in that shame where you are thinking shameful, you're feeling shameful, you're acting shameful, all of those things put you on the vibration of shame. I watched a really, really great TED Talk the other day that talked about vibrations, and I was just amazed when I watched this. And everything has a vibration to it. Even your cells have a vibration. They took a healthy cell and they put it to where they could see the vibration. And the design of that vibration, the look of that vibration, translated into beautiful ornamental designs. Kind of like looking at a kaleidoscope. When they took a stressed cell, a cancerous cell, when it would vibrate, those vibrations illustrated disease and disfiguration and just a really nasty look. They took the same approach with water molecules and they had people to touch the water while feeling happy, while feeling gratitude, while feeling positive thoughts such as I love you. And those thoughts were so strong with raising their vibration that when they looked at that water molecule and the vibration design, it looked like a beautiful snowflake. When they did an experiment where other people were feeling very negative, they were feeling sad, they were feeling rage. When they put their hands and they vibrated into the water, those water molecules were also very, very unattractive. They weren't beautiful snowflakes. They looked like diseased cells. When we can have this effect just on water molecules with our own vibrations, just within our thoughts, that's how you have that understanding that your feelings and your emotions and your thoughts and the things you are thinking in your mind, it's very, very powerful. We just don't see the vibrations, but those vibrations then attract certain experiences to us. And that is where 
the law of attraction begins to happen, where everything that is in alignment with that frequency begins to attract into your life. This is why it is a myth that if you have a few negative thoughts, that it's important to heal whatever negative thoughts or emotions or feelings that you have. But if you have a few negative thoughts out of the 6,000 that you have a day, those are not strong enough to really pull you down vibrationally. If you have enough enlightenment and positive mindset and a positive energy that those few negative thoughts aren't going to do anything. But when we become obsessive about the negative thoughts, we instantly bring down our vibrations very, very low. So it is important to be honest with ourselves and it is okay to feel negative, but don't expect to attract very positive experiences to you when being in a very negative vibrational state. Just know to have the motivation to heal so you can move up and begin to attract miracles into your life. The other side of law of attraction is being in alignment with what it is that you're wanting to attract. So acting, feeling, being, embodying what it is that you're wanting to attract into your life. If you have a wealthy consciousness, if you are always thinking about how to produce more money, if you are aware of how to manage your money, if you are very wealthy in your thoughts, you will attract other people that think very similar to you. You will begin to attract wealthy experiences. You will begin to attract more money into your life when you are in alignment with wealth. The same thing goes for love. When you are in alignment with love, when you are embodying love, you're going to attract love. What you are, you attract. So that is how it all works. And when it comes to manifestation, when you go through this process of visualizing things, when believing that it's happening, when you're putting your mind into that physical realm, but from a mental standpoint, when you're trying to feel as though you are there or you are in that experience, you are now becoming in alignment with what it is you're trying to attract. So through that process, Things that you want will naturally become attracted to you because you are attractive to the thing that you are desiring. So that is how it all works. I hope that provided some clarity for you. I hope you have a better understanding of the law of attraction and manifestation. And at the end of the day, the law of attraction is a universal law that is created by God. It's not something created by man. It's the same as law of karma and it's the same as law of gravity. These are universal laws that were not created by man. So if they don't make sense, that is why. But they are here for us that we don't understand. We don't understand electricity. We don't understand how our feet stay on the ground, but it is what it is. So don't worry so much about why it works or why it doesn't work. Just flow with it and see how it can benefit your life. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to follow and subscribe so that you can be updated as soon as I post brand new episodes. Stay tuned for more as I will go over a guided meditation to helping you manifest what it is that you want, as well as the seven stages that's going to help you manifest what it is that you want into your life even more. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful rest of your day.